It's Friday, July 7th, 2017, and this is episode 5 of my podcasting experiment. It's Photo Friday, and I've been thinking a bit about the fact that at this early stage of this podcasting experiment, uh, many of the people who've been listening to this podcast um, or who are listening to this episode, I'm sure, know about my photographic background. For those who are not aware, about three years ago, I closed the eight to ten year chapter of my life that was Photo Comment. It was a magazine, a photography blog, started off in digital, landed up in print, and there was a spark in that that helped to drive the passion which I had for photography, which started at the end of my primary school years. Essentially, how I got into photography, or how the photography bug bit me, um, is that I was interested in birding. I don't remember how I got interested in birding, but somehow it happened. It was probably because I'd got a pair of binoculars and was looking for something to justify using them all the time. So I got into birding, but it was a CNA, which is a book slash magazine store in South Africa. They used to have regularly these sales called the Red Band Book Sales. And a book on that particular sale was a bird book, which pushed me from bird watching to wanting to do photography. The book in question had pictures of birds opposed to the illustrations found in other in-depth reference books. And this got me hooked. It was the closing image of this book where my favorite bird in our garden um, had the wrong colors. And so I thought in my childhood ambitions that do the job better. What a mistake now that I think back on it. But I must say, I had very supportive parents. And so because of their support um, for my passion, my dad arranged for a visit to his older brother to try my hand at using his camera um, before I made any rash decisions about buying photographic equipment, etc., that I couldn't afford. Well, out of that roll of film on that particular day, most of the pics were photographically forgettable. But there were two images, I think it was, that stood out particular, of just regular garden sparrows, but they stood out. The images were sharp, they were well lit, and those two images got me hooked on photography. Well, from that day forward, I was in for a bumpy ride. Gear cost a fortune, film and processing were not cheap for a schoolboy either, and I was told to shoot what I could with the gear I could afford, but somehow I got the idea that better gear would make me a better photographer. I have had more cameras and lenses than possibly I have owned underwear in all my life. I will share some of those cameras that I've had with you guys in a Throwback Thursday episode or two in the future. The thing about my experience, though, is that I became a generalist in some areas. I didn't specialize in any one particular field of photography as much as wildlife and birding appealed to me. Also, because of my limited finances, I spent hours reading and rereading books and magazines, even camera manuals. I was a sponge. Everything I read, I absorbed, and I wish I still had that same intensity of learning today. In some ways... I view my photography experience as an alternate reality version of the movie Bag of Vance or The Legend of Bag of Vance, which of course was about golf, which is another dangerous hobby. 
there were highs and lows, great cameras and bad cameras, the right lenses and the wrong lenses, too few camera bags and too many camera bags. Actually, no, you can never have too many camera bags. But, you know, the point is, over time, I found that it was becoming tougher and tougher to pick up a camera and to just shoot for myself with the same pleasure and passion that I had in the past. And when Photocomment closed, it kind of almost took the last really big driving force behind um, that period of my life. And, and so I've found it lately very difficult to pick up the camera purely for myself. But getting back the passion, this is something that's really important to me. And this evening, as I was browsing through some photographs for a competition, I started looking over the hundreds of images I'd forgotten I'd taken. As I did so, I got a familiar itch in my finger and a twitch in my eye. Two things occurred to me as I looked at the photos of my past. Firstly, I've been blessed with many memories and moments through my cameras and photography. Yes, running Photocomment magazine forced me to go out and shoot regularly because I was reviewing camera gear. But because I always had a camera with me, I have photos of pets of the past and my boys as babes and things that just have really blessed my life. And I had the time then to spend with my loved ones and to document so much of it. Thanks to photo comment thanks to you know the passion that i had for photography so even though not all of those images are necessarily photographically significant in terms of composition and lighting and those kind of things they're better than your average snapshots and i have those memories recorded the second thing that i realized is that digital photography has possibly given many of us a great curse every time I felt a little low as a youth photographer. I picked up my first, my album of images, and I would look at those first photos that I took of those sparrows with my uncle's camera in his backyard, and I could feel the itch that I felt on that day, and the glorious relief of getting those images back from the lab a few days later, and the surprise that I felt. It was, you, I relived that moment. Now, many of these things we do not enjoy in the digital world today. The suspense of waiting for prints from a lab, the reviewing of a printed work, um, and to me at least, the easier nature of managing a library of images on film because we shot less and could do and could more easily review our progress by looking back on the past and where we have come. So there's a lot of things that we kind of miss out on. We shoot thousands of images and we have them uploaded in the cloud but we don't always get a chance to go back and review and and see where we've come from and also even the images we're really passionate about if you don't print them off well you just don't have them necessarily readily available to inspire you and to remind you of the things that you've had in the past so I think it's important for us to do that. I think as I look through those images, I'm, I'm now wondering, how do I keep this passion alive? How do I get back into taking photographs? The area where I'm at um, and where I work at the moment makes it difficult for me to just pick up and shoot. It's not the same kind of environment that I was in before. So I've got to start thinking a little bit differently about how to do 
um, the photography and, and kind of have to move out of a comfort zone that I'm in. But what I wanted to do is ask you the question of how do you keep your passion alive? It doesn't just have to be in photography, but what lows have you gone through creatively and how have you managed to get back on top of that game again? I'd love to hear your ideas and the things you've gone through. And I look forward to you maybe calling in or sharing your comments. You can do so at tristandhall.co.za. And also you can download the Anchor app if you're listening to this podcast after the live recording. Download the anchor.fm app on iOS or Android and be feel free to call in and listen to the shows as I record them. Cheers.